this is a reading of the Law on Sales, Article 1458 from the Book of Paras. Chapter 1, Nature and Form of the Contract, Article 1458. By the contract of sale, one of the contracting parties obligates himself to transfer the ownership of and to deliver a determinate thing and the other to pay therefore a price certain in money or its equivalent. A contract of sale may be absolute or conditional. Sales define. Sale is a contract where one party, seller or vendor, obligates himself to transfer the ownership of and to deliver a determinate thing, while the other party, buyer or vendee, obligates himself to pay for said thing, a price certain in money or its equivalent. Historical Notes under Roman law, a sale was termed a vendicio. Today, the French refer to the contract as a venta, while the Spaniards call it a venta. The definition of the contract of sale in Article 1458 is taken from Article 1445 of the Spanish Civil Code, except that under said Spanish Code, the obligation of the vendor was merely to deliver the thing sold, so that even if the seller was not the owner, he might still validly sell subject to the warranty to maintain the buyer in the legal and peaceful possession of the thing sold. The civil code requires not only delivery, but also the transfer of the ownership of the thing sold. However, the vendor need not be the owner at the time the sale is perfected. It is sufficient that he is the owner at the time the thing sold is delivered. Query. Suppose Article 1458 did not specify that the seller must transfer the ownership of the object. Does he still have this obligation? Answer, yes. For after all, this transfer of ownership is clearly the fundamental aim of the contract. A buyer is not interested in a mere physical transfer. He is after ownership. Essential characteristics of the contract of sale. First, consensual as distinguished from real because the contract is perfected by mere consent. Note, a real contract is one perfected by delivery, example, the contract of deposit or comodatum. Second is bilateral reciprocal because both parties are bound by obligations dependent upon each other. Third, onerous because to acquire the rights valuable, consideration must be given. Fourth, commutative as a rule because the values exchanged are mo almost equivalent to each other. Note by way of exception, some contracts of sale are aleatory. What one receives may in time be greater or smaller than what he has given. Example, the sale of a genuine sweepstakes ticket. Fourth, fifth is principal. As distinguished from an accessory contract, because for the contract of sale to validly exist, there is no necessity for it to depend upon the existence of another valid contract. Examples of accessory contracts are those of pledge and mortgage. 7. I. 6. Nominate. As distinguished from an innominate contract because the code refers to it by a special designation or name, the contract of sale. Elements of the contract of sale. Essential elements, those without which there can be no valid sale. Number one, consent or meeting of the minds, consent to transfer ownership in exchange for the price. Number two, determinate subject matter. Generally, there is no sale of generic thing. Moreover, if the parties differ as to the object, there can be no meeting of the minds. 
Number three, price certain in money or its equivalent. This is the cost or consideration. The price need not be in money. One case is Aguinaldo versus Esteban. A contract of sale of property without consideration and executed by a person who is of low intelligence, illiterate, and who could not sign his name or affix his thumb mark is void. Another case by Leabres versus CA. A receipt which merely acknowledges the sum of 1,000 pesos without any agreement as to, to, as to the total purchase of the land supposedly purchased nor to the monthly installment to be paid by the buyer lacks the requisites of a valid contract of sale, namely, first, consent or meeting of the minds of the parties, second, determinate subject matter, third, price certain in money or its equivalent, and therefore, the sale is not valid nor enforceable. Natural elements Those which are inherent in the contract and which, in the absence of any contrary provisions, are deemed to exist in the contract. Number one, Warranty against eviction, deprivation of the property bought. Number two, war warranty against hidden defects. Accidental elements, those which may be present or absent in the stipulations such as the place or time of payment or the presence of conditions. Stages in the contract of sale. First is generation or negotiation. Second is perfection or the meeting of the minds. Third is consummation when the object is delivered and the price is paid. Kinds of sales. As to the nature of the subject matter, sale of real property. Number one. Number two is sale of personal property. As to the value of the things exchanged. Number one. Commutative sale. Number two. Aleatory sale. As to whether the object is tangible or intangible. Number one. Sale of property, tangible or corporeal. Number two, sale of a right, assignment of a right or a credit or some other intangible such as a copyright, a trademark, or goodwill. Note, if the object is tangible, it is called a chose in possession. If the object is intangible, as the case of a right, it is a chose in action. Note, the term goods as used in the Uniform Sales Act does not ordinarily include choices in action or things in action, neither does the term include money? Note, uh, there can be a sale of foreign exchange and sale is consummated upon payment to the creditor by the bank concern of the amount in foreign currency authorized to be paid under the letter of credit. The exchange tax is therefore determined as of the date of such payment or delivery. However, the sale of said foreign exchange is perfected as of the moment the Banco Central authorizes the purchase, even if the foreign bank has not yet honored the letter of credit. The margin fee at the time this was still enforced accrues as of this moment of perfection. As to the validity or defect of the transaction, number one, valid sale, number two, resistible sale, number three, voidable sale, number four, unenforceable sale, Number five, void sale. As to the legality of the object, number one, sale of a licit object. Number two, sale of an illicit object. As to the presence or absence of conditions, number one, absolute sale, no condition. Or number two, conditional sale as when there is a sale with a pacto de retro, a right to repurchase or redeem, or when there are suspensive conditions, or when the things sold merely possess a potential existence such as the sale of the future harvest 
of a designated parcel of land or when, for example, all the personal properties in an army depot would be sold except all com combat materials that may be found therein. Such stipulation is necessarily valid and therefore such combat materials should be excluded from sale. In the case of People's Home Site versus Court of Appeals, if subdivision lot is sold to a buyer on condition that higher authorities would approve the same, there is as yet no perfected sale. In Zambales versus Court of Appeals, if during the five-year period when a homestead cannot be sold, it is promised to be sold and compromise agreement, will this promise be regarded as valid? Held, the promise will be void even if the sale is actually made after the five-year period and even if the minister, now Secretary of Agriculture, approves the same after the lapse of said five-year period. In Almendra versus IAC, fax petitioners contend principally that the appellate court erred in having sanctioned the sale of particular portions of yet undivided real properties. Held while petitioner's contention is basically correct, there is, however, no valid legal and convincing reason for nullifying the question deeds of sale. Petitioner had not presented any strong proof to override the evidentiary value of the duly notar notarized deed of sale. Moreover, the testimony of the lawyer who notarized the deeds of sale that he saw, not only Aleha, the mother, signing and affixing her thumb mark, on the question deeds, but also Angeles, one of the children, and Aleja counting the money between them, deserves more credence than the self-serving allegations of the petitioners. Such testimony is admissible as evidence without further proof of the due execution of the deeds in question and is conclusive as to the truthfulness of their content in the absence of clear and convincing evidence to the contrary. The petitioner's allegation that the deed of sale were obtained through fraud, undue influence, and misrepresentation, and that there was a defect in the consent of Aleja in the execution of the documents because she was then residing with Angeles, had not been fully substantiated. They failed to show that the uniform price of 2,000 pesos in all the sale was grossly inadequate. The sales were affected between a mother and two of her children, in which case filial more must be taken into account. The unquestionability of the due execution of the deeds of sale, notwithstanding the court may not put an imprimatur on the intrinsic validity of all the cases. The August 10, 1973 sale to Angeles of one half portion of the conjugal property may only have interest therein. Aleja could not have sold the particular Healy portion specified in the deed of sale in the absence of proof that the conjugal partnership property had been partitioned after the death of Santiago, the husband of Aleja. Before such partition, Aleja could not claim title to any def definite portion of the property for all she had was an ideal or abstract quota or proportionate share in the entire property. The sale of the one-half portion of land covered by tax declaration 27190 is valid because said property is parafernal. As regards the sale of property covered by tax declaration 115009, Aleha could not have intended the sale of the whole property since said property had been subdivided, she could exercise her right of ownership only over lot 6366, which was unconditionally adjudicated to her in said case. 
Lot 6325 was given to Aleha subject to whatever may be the rights of her son Magdaleno Seno. The sale is subject to the condition stated above, hence the rights of Seno are amply protected. The rule on caveat emptor applies. In the case of Vivencio Babasa and Elena Cantos Babasa versus C.A. et al., a deed of sale is absolute in nature, although denominated a conditional sale absent such stipulations in such cases, ownership of the thing sold passes to the vendee upon the constructive or actual delivery thereof. In the case of heirs of Romana, Ing Jugtiro et al. versus spouses Leon V. Casas and Lilia G. Casas et al. It is essential that the vendors be the owners of the property sold, otherwise they cannot dispose that which does not belong to them. Nemo that could non habit. No one can give more than what he has. As to whether wholesale or retail, number one, wholesale. If to be sold, resold for a profit, the goods being unaltered when resold, the quantity being large. Number two, retail if otherwise, also if sold to tailors. As to the proximate inducement for the sale, sale by prescription, sale by sample, sale by description and sample. As to when the price is standard cash sale or sale on installment plan. In the case of Ortigas and Co. versus Herrera, if a lot owner in a subdivision sues for a refund of a certain sum for having complied with certain conditions imposed upon him, the action is one for specific performance incapable of pecuniary estimation and therefore within the jurisdiction of the regional trial court. The suit cannot be regarded as merely one for a sum of money. If no conditions had been imposed, the action would have been merely for a sum of money and therefore capable of pecuniary estimation, there being no specific fact or fulfillment of a condition to be proved. Sale distinguished from dashon and payment, adjudication and pago, or dashon and pago, or dashon and solutum. Sale is there is no pre-existing credit. In dashon and payment, there is a pre-existing credit. In sale, gives rise to obligation. In dashon and payment, extinguishes obligation. In sale, the cost or consideration here is the price from the viewpoint of the seller or the obtaining of the object from the viewpoint of the buyer. In dashon and payment, the cost or consideration here from the viewpoint of the person offering the dashon and payment is the extinguishing of his debt from the viewpoint of the creditor. It is the acquisition of the object offered in lieu of the original credit. In sale, there is greater freedom in the determination of the price. In dashon and payment, there is less freedom in determining the price. In sale, the giving of the price may generally end the obligation of the buyer. In dashing and payment, the giving of the object in lieu of the credit may extinguish completely or partially the credit depending on the agreement. Note, example of dashing and pago, I owe Maria 1 million pesos, but I ask her if she is willing to accept my solid gold Rolex watch instead of the money. If Maria agrees, my debt will be extinguished. Please observe that in this example, although what has happened is a dashon in payment, it is as if I sold my watch for 1 million pesos. Hence, we have to distinguish between the two kinds of transactions. Bar question. A has sold a baby grand piano to B by private instrument for 500,000 pesos. In the contract of sale, which is the object and which is the cost? Answer. There are at least two viewpoints here, the latter of which appears preferable. First view, the object is the subject matter of the sale, is the piano, 
while the cost consideration is 500,000 pesos, or as one authority puts it, the giving of the 500,000 pesos at least insofar as the seller A is concerned. So far as the buyer B is concerned, the object is the 500,000 pesos, while the cost, the consideration for which he parted with his money is the piano, or as the same authority puts it, the giving of the piano. Second view, insofar as both the seller and the buyer are concerned, there is only one subject matter, namely the piano. The cost of consideration for the seller is the price paid for the buyer. It is the delivery to him of the piano. Contract of sale distinguish from contract to sell. In a contract of sale, the non-payment of price is a resolutory condition. The contract of sale may by such occurrence put an end to a transaction that once upon a time existed. In a contract to sell, the payment in full of the price is a positive suspensive condition. Hence, if the price is not paid, it is as if the obligation of the seller to deliver and to transfer ownership never became effective and binding. In the first, title over the property generally passes to the buyer upon delivery. In the second, ownership to the retained is retained by the seller regardless of delivery and is not to pass until full payment of the price. In the first, after delivery has been made, the seller has lost ownership and cannot recover it unless the contract is resolved or rescinded. In the second, since the seller retains ownership, despite delivery, he is enforcing and not rescinding the contract if he seeks to oust the buyer for failure to pay. Sale distinguished from assignment of property in favor of creditors, session or session de bienes. Sale differs from session in much the same way as sale differs from dashon in payment. Moreover, in session, the assignee creditor does not acquire ownership over the things assigned but only the right to sell said things. From the proceeds of such sale, the creditors are to be paid what is due them. Note, the concept of session is found in Article 1255 of the Civil Code, which provides that the debtor may cede or assign his property to his creditors in payment of his debts. This session, unless there is a stipulation to the contrary, shall only release the debtor from responsibility of the net proceeds of the thing assigned. The agreement which on the effect of the session are made between the debtor and his creditors shall be governed by special laws. Note Manresa defines session as that which consists in the abandonment of all the property of the debtor for the benefit of his creditors in order that the latter may apply the proceeds thereof to the satisfaction of the creditors. Note Dashon in payment distinguished from session. In Dashon in payment, one creditor is sufficient. In session, there must be two or more creditors. In Dashon, not all properties of the debtor are conveyed. In Session, all the debtor's properties are conveyed. In Dashon, debtor may be solvent or insolvent. In Session, Session takes place only if the debtor is insolvent. In Dashon, the creditor becomes the owner of the thing conveyed. In Session, the creditors do not become owners of the thing conveyed. Sale. Distinguish from a loan. In a loan, the amount is substantially smaller than the value of the security given. If a person, however, borrows a sum of money and with it purchases in his own name a car, said purchaser would really be considered the buyer and not the person who lent the money to him. Sale distinguished from lease. In a sale, the seller transfers ownership. In a lease, the lesser or landlord transfers merely the temporary possession and use of the property. Kinds of extrajudicial foreclosure sale. These are number one. 
an ordinary execution sale is governed by the pertinent provisions of Rule 39 of the Rules of Court. A judicial foreclosure sale is governed by Rule 68 of the Rules of Court. An extrajudicial foreclosure sale is governed by Act 3135 as amended by Act 4118, otherwise known as an Act to regulate the sale of property under special powers inserted in or annexed to real estate mortgages. A different set of law applies to each class of sale aforementioned.